Hey guys. Do you know what time it is? It's Morbin time. Uh, uh, it, it's time. To... <laughs> I I was about to drop the f bomb, but we're not a minute in yet. Morbin time. <laughs> is it? I... Thanks, internet. I hate it. Oh, I love it. The more I love that Morbius. Even though Morbius failed in theaters, it has now become a hardcore meme, and I love it. Yeah, and it's going to be like remembered for that meme. It's really interesting. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. You, you, you know what else is fantastic? What? Queuing the roll call. We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster Super Ichi! Loud and impulsive! Craycaster! Late! Illuminating the Tokuverse! Goldcaster Garza! A spark of courage! The power of dreams! Orangecaster! Global Soft Perka! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome to Radio Fuck! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 389. It's episode Torterra. Dude, do you remember the Torterras from the Detective Pikachu movie and how they were the size of literal mountains? No, because I haven't watched it. You know what? I'm just just spoiled one of the coolest surprises in the movie. I'm just gonna trailer. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say this. I don't know why you guys are listening to this when you guys could be currently watching the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series exclusively on Disney+. Plus. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow! Fuck! Good. I watched the, <laughs> the first two episodes are out and they were fantastic. I, I loved it. Dan loved Bull it. put out a fucking Obi-Wan rap today, too. Awesome. I still have to finish... I still have to watch Book of Boba Fett, but I finally finished Mandalorian Season 2 like two days ago. Which Emily means cool, big you're big about question. to start season three. No. Yeah, I know, season 2.5. Emily, big question. Yes. Did did you ball your eyes out at the end of season two? Um, I probably would have been way more emotional if I didn't know exactly what would happen because it took me way too long to watch it. Uh, but I still did. I still did cry. It was beautiful. The, the, one of my favorite videos now on YouTube is people watching that episode and they get to the final bit there and they're all in like ugly tears so what you're saying if i hadn't known and like had it in my head as like pop cultural osmosis for years that they that what happened that they split at the end but then i also knew that they reunite in book of boba fett so oh no oh no forgers infiltrated our podcast ichi you should edit where the casters are put onion in in there no Oh, you gotta I be part of me. Watch- Come on. I let her be in the chat. That's it. The interesting thing about that is that I heard Spy Family was really good and I wanted to watch it. And mom <sighs> likes to watch shows with me. And so I was like, oh, this has a dub. I told her the premise. And she was like, oh, that sounds really good. So we watch it. We're about halfway through episode one. And she says, like, honestly, I don't really like this. Anya is way too bratty and annoying. Oh. <laughs> So she's the only person I've ever seen anywhere whose response to Anya wasn't this is the greatest 
girl ever, but rather she didn't want to watch the show because she doesn't like her. All right, there, it's in. It's in the episode. Yeah. yeah. I, I watched um, I watched the first episode of this anime. It was called, like, Something's Not Just a Cutie. It's his girlfriend's yes, name. Yes, Mori is, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, people are calling her the best waifu. This is the most boring as shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, the thing is, she's she's just really hyper competent. Apparently, also it, we ended up watching instead of Spy Family, we're wa now watching ReZero. Oh, I I, rec I recommend Love After World Domination. I I watched I really the first episode. I watched yeah. the first episode of that. It looks good. I really oh, want to watch that with her too, but I feel like she won't get the the whole Toku. Yeah, no, 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 you need to. Yeah. Uh, just stick for the romance. Cash sure. Ranger. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we're a bunch of fake family members who get together every week to yeah. watch *Common Rider*, *Super Sentai*, and a third thing. Uh, our topics. You see, Vin... you see that Vin Diesel? We can at least acknowledge that we're not a family in reality. <laughs> uh, this week we're talking about *Revice* episode thirty-six, *Dawn Brothers* episode twelve, and our feature topic is the Tiger and Bunny movie *The Rising*. Speaking of watching things with my mom. I couldn't, I can't participate in the feature topic again, despite really wanting to, because we didn't get a chance to watch it. Well, 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 Emily, you're in luck. I forgot to watch episode 36 of the Vice. Oh. I watched episode 36. I'm disappointed. I watched episode 34, and I was like, okay, on to Dawn Brothers. <laughs> 34? Oh, so you're two, you're two I'm, behind? No, no, I'm, a, I'm, a one, I'm one week behind. Yeah, okay. it's been it's one been week. one week since you watched your rice. What cast cast fans put put in the comments below? What is Gar's demon's name? And don't just say rag. Rag. <laughs> oh, it's not, that it's not rag. You know what that reminds me of? Remember when? Okay, this is only for like Canadian fans will know this, but when YTV was a thing, or not not that it's not so thing. Fucking sugar in the zone, and there was this one period where she had this like male alter ego, and they deepened her voice, and her name was Ragus, which was sugar backwards. I, I don't. It's so weird. Like I remember all sorts of weird things from that, but I do not remember Ragus. I remember Ragus. It was so cringe. Yeah, wouldn't yeah, Toku Guy ninety six would be your demon, or no, it would no, be um. It, it, it's Toku Guy ninety seven. <laughs> well, the demon is <laughs> Who would your inner demon be? Post in the comments. Tom Selleck. All right. What? It's a Meet the Robinsons reference. No, I know that, but uh, like, I just, I, I, I was thinking. My first thought whenever I hear his name is Meet the Robinsons, but I'm still. <laughs> just, just, what does he look like? Tom, Tom, look like? Tom Selleck. Whenever I hear Tom Selleck, just I just remember that Family Guy bit. Just a realistic portrait of Tom Selleck. No, Tom Selleck, you've had yours. Oh. By the way, speaking of Family Guy, guess I told you guys, but any people need to know about this. They just announced uh, Warped Racers, and it's a fucking kart racer game with characters from Family Guy, American Dad, King of the Hill, and Solar Opposites. You had me at King of the Hill. And it's the, random. it's the most cursed shit ever, and the most cursed part about it is, it's only on Apple Arcade. But Ichi, 
I can play as Hank. I can I, normally I can I'd be excited. Dream. Normally I'd be excited, but like I've watched the trailer for it. They all look so soulless. None of them fucking emote. They all look like they're sad to be there. It's maybe so they cursed. Were, maybe they were maybe yeah. they were forced to be in the kart racing game. The most important thing is question though is does Hank Hill drive a lawnmower? Yes, he yeah. drives his mower. Excellent, excellent. Uh, from King of the Hill, they have Hank, Peggy, Bobby, Luann, and Dale. Now I'm wondering if he can throw pocket sand. C come on, guys. If you're going to just do strictly the... Strictly. <laughs> if you're just going to do the Hill family, you should have had Cotton as the fifth driver. <laughs> I drove 50 laps! <laughs> <laughs> this, this, today is a very strange day. I yeah. Think. Oh, 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 there's news. Yeah. All right, let's get into news mode. Guys, news mode. Freaking Victoria Day weekend passed. Why do people saw fireworks? No, I think those are just gunshots. <laughs> what? I don't know. Are you, are you joking or? No, I hope so. I, I hear. <laughs> Okay, first news story uh, from a very use, very reliable source on Twitter. We have a magazine scan showing us a teaser shot of probably Revice's final form. Oh. Apparently it's Ultimate Revice, and it just makes Revi and Vice look like Batman knockoffs. Deckard, uh, post the thing he shopped. They look like they straight up look like Arkham Knight reskins. Look at that. Look at what Decker shopped. Wow. <laughs> so cool. That looks great. Just, I don't know why, but like, I've been watching Ben 10 recently. So when you just said Ultimate, uh, Revy and Vice, I just thought of Ultimate Alien, where like they would slap the Omnitrix, transform into their ultimate form, and they would just show out just like ultimate insert name here oh, okay i guess the um the the the, the uh, eyes are supposed to look come up and look like horns i also like how lovecom is just there for no reason yeah and then like in the middle of their helmets they have this creepy smile like demonic smile face on like the middle of their helmets and that's yeah it's on the middle but not just a, a little not, upsetting yeah. their helmets are supposed to be like horns yes because they're demons yep I wonder what I wonder what the stamp's gonna be. Oh, we know what it looks like. Oh, do we? we do? Yeah. Oh, that's right, we do. Yeah, it was like leaked in a toys. I don't think I saw that one. You know what? So far, zero two still in the lead for like best final form of Rayla so far. Mm, I'm gonna withhold judgment till I see the full suits. For now, I'll say zero two. I'll wait until we get a full suit and see. I thought you were rating it zero out of two. <laughs> no. No, that's Saber. Oh. I still Saber's think featuring Saber should have been the final form. Which one was featuring Saber? The one that used Dragon, Lion, and Alangina. Um. Cool. That's just me then. Next. Uh, unsurprisingly, they announced the weekend driver, and I'm—I don't know what I'm feeling about the fact that that's actually the name of it. Oh, there it is. Um, and also, is it called the weekend driver, like with two Ds, or the weekend driver? One D. One, 
Yeah, I oh, think that's. Ichi, Ichi went on a rant post about how much he fucking hates the stupid yeah, spacing. Yeah, the spacing in this belt and also the two side driver is really fucking confusing. Like, I'm just headcanoning that it's just one word each. This, no, this, no, is, this is very confusing. I, like, wait, I, I was watching. Driver? I was watching. I was watching the Revice episode, and when I heard the belt say "Weekend Driver," I literally did a spit take in my drink. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, she said it. I called it, but then that wasn't hard to call. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, it's just it's just another fucking... It's a repaint of the yeah, Libera driver. Yeah, and it has a honeycomb... Uh, uh, but look, it also lap. forms a W, kind of. It's oh, yeah. Not a, it's not a repaint. It's a retool. And sure. And someone leaves the chat after saying that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the toy release of the weekend driver comes with the queen bee vice stamp uh, What's really upsetting about this is and I'll talk more about this in the episode discussion But they show off the fact that the buffalo stamp the one that tamaki was supposed to transform with can be used as an a weapon power-up stamp Of course it can't does. That's just a great big slap to the face it's okay. We'll get the Kamen Rider Julio B Cinema. Yeah. What it? What is it? Become the leader of Demon. He will get a rider for him, guaranteed. What is interesting about this belt is apparently if you like flip it down and then back up without a stamp in it, it switches sounds to the proto the prototype Aguilera. Which, oh, that's interesting. Which kind of looks better. I like the visor on that one better. I I like this much more. Yeah. No, I like the red. It's more vibrant. I'll talk about my feelings on the suit when we get to the episode. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, let's see. Uh, apparently the Vice Stamp contains dialogue from Hana. Uh, Premium Bandai Web Exclusive 7115 November release. So we don't have the actual release date yet, so we don't yet know if it does come out on a weekend. Uh, I, I just see the, the, photo, like the main photo with Hana smiling there. It's just like, yes. Give me your money. <laughs> Subscribe to my OnlyFans. No. <laughs> Subscribe to my Only Belt. She only posts on the weekend. <laughs> All, right. All right. Next, in slightly related news, there is a new plush set of, I guess we can call this Aguilera since it's wearing her clothes from back when she was Aguilera, as well as a Common Rider Aguilera chibi plush set. Actually, the plushies are all. I love that they're doing this. They're all so cute, but they're also incredibly expensive. Uh, the set of them is forty three seventy eight yen, so that's like forty five bucks for two of them. It's not terrible. Yeah, that's, that's good, but then you need to put import fees into account. And it'll probably be like over a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's the case when you import anything, though. Yeah. August release, one forty millimeters tall for each. I wonder if Misao also made these out in the woods. <laughs> Alright, next, also related to Aguilera, they have announced that there will be Toy Tokusatsu Fan Club spin-offs for Kamen Riders Jean and Aguilera. And I already added it to the list of upcoming feature topics. They mentioned that the later is going to gain a new form in the process, but I think they're just talking about the prototype. Probably. Well, that kind of counts as a new form. Yeah. 
if anything, it's just a new form, but step back, stepping backwards. Uh, apparently, Toy Tokusatsu Fan Club will also make an announcement on May 29th, teasing that TTFC is not just for Common Rider. So I guess they're going to announce something else. Please, better, please let it be a space share thing. That'd be cool. It it's, could be. It's the 40th anniversary of space. Well, then it very well we might do be. Some, we're already halfway through 2022. Where the fuck are my metal heroes? It's the 40th anniversary of space. No, metal, no. Metal, heroes, metal heroes gone, Gar. I'm sorry to say. I know. Fucking Q Ranger. So it's nice. Gavon again. The next uh, next generation. You know what? I'm Q Ranger. That's why I'm never gonna like Q Ranger. Freaking, it killed the Space Squad franchise. Yeah, it's all your fault, Q Ranger. <laughs> Fucking Civil War. All right then. Next. Ideas. Next, uh, in the SH Figure Arts line, they announced the Shinkocho Seiho of Kamen Rider Nigo 50th anniversary version. I'm like, yay, but no. <laughs> Why? Yay. Yay, because I need a Nigo renewal figure art, but I want the original so you have, that he at least looks the same as freaking my Ichigo renewal. You have a this mighty need go. I have a mighty Nigo. Yeah, that doesn't sound right when you say that. Loud. <laughs> uh, seventy-seven hundred yen exclusively at the Tamashi Nation store as of June twenty-first. To get this figure, you must be a Club Tamashi member and pre-sale for those under the ocean stage. I don't know why, what that means. Why <laughs> even promote promote a figure if only a handful of like people can actually buy it? Wow. So that those people will know it exists so they can buy it, maybe? Yeah, well, sure, but if you're a Club Tamashi member or whatever the fuck, they could just send out a newsletter. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Like, they could do like a newsletter email, being like, "Oh, by the way, guys, get this." But no, they they posted on the Tamashi website. I mean, like, it looks good, but just like maybe it's to bait people into becoming a member. All right, cool. Next, they have put out images of the memorial edition Zenkaiger Gear to Linger. Oh my. It is a big boy. Yeah. So why is it missing the Geerlinger like visual sticker on the top? Uh, it, that that's just a prototype. Oh, okay. Like it's not it's not a finished design. Okay. But yeah, it's it's much bigger, and I'm I'm very much here for it. And I'm like, now I wish I didn't get a Geerlinger. It is a hundred and thirty percent larger than the DX toy. <laughs> someone, someone took it into Photoshop and boom. And they were and they were able to cover the screw holes that the DX version has. As all memorial toys do. Which I am upset because with my ultra replica orb ring, it's supposed to be like, oh the handle's bigger for adult hands. And then I remembered I'm not I'm no ordinary adult, so my my hand still doesn't fit. So and what's cool is it comes with all five Zenkaiger gears and the Zenkaiger Avataro gear. Yes, and they also, uh, thanks to the photo that Decker posted in the in the chat, they also showcase that the Sentai gears uh, are more easily fitted into the uh, gear gear slot. Yeah, so is it compatible with all the other gears? 
Yes. Okay, good. This is essentially like the show prop with toys with toy. Uh, Gear to linger, the good version. Gear to linger, the yes version. Good, good to linger. <laughs> the better linger. The better linger. <laughs> that just makes me think hey, of butter fingers. But, but, but hey, if you got the X version, then you can do do the lingers. <laughs> Damn you, Dondalinger! <laughs> uh, it has a dialogue button. It has a BGM button. Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, thirteen thousand two hundred yen, January twenty twenty three release. Yeah, it's gonna be like two hundred dollars after everything. I know. I want it to, but like, I can't. Like too much money. See now, put out a memorial fucking uh, gear to zinger, the Stay Caesar one, and then I'm interested. They'll probably have to wait to see how good this one sells, and then they would probably consider it. If it does well, then they might, yeah. Alright. Next, the announced from Shokugan Modeling Project, uh, they are apparently doing Live Man. Yeah, Live. Uh, live Robo. Yeah. But, but it just makes me like, oh yeah, they're also re-releasing Live Robo and Live Boxer from the Super Minipod line. Yeah. Oh, so, so you I, can get that again. Yeah, I could. I have a chance to get Live Boxer again. So regarding also, the regarding the new one, all we know so far is that it will be an quote unquote alternate take of Live Robo, and they'll reveal more details in the winter. Yeah, but I don't. I don't care about that. I want. I want the re-release of the Super Mini Pro figures. Well, go get them then. Bandai Web exclusives. November release. Because they're also doing the Cocker Ranger Muteki Shogun. Which I remembered, I had that. I got the money for it, and then our seller's like, "Oh, you still want that? I just sold it." <laughs> Why? I asked you personally to get it for me. Yeah. Because live boxer is a very boxy boy. I was about to say, is the one on the left the boxer? Because it looks like a box. <laughs> that is the joke. That's the joke. Yeah. And then they combine into Super Live Robo. Super Box. But then it just... Now I'm just thinking of the joke. So, our dealer that I just chirped about. <laughs> uh, Your dealer? Yeah, yeah, he texted Our me, dealer. Our toku dealer. Our dealer. Dealer. Our dealer. Um, the guy we used to meet in the parking lot at Tim Hortons. <laughs> He's so sketchy. Yeah, the guy Japanese stuff. But uh, anyways. Smuggled across the border. Um, I'm going to Anime North this year. And, Me too. Oh my goodness. We just got our hotel. <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, the big thing that I wanted to get is the... Um, and this is where the story was going. I, I asked him about this back in April. He said, okay. So he texted me back yesterday. He's like, hey, what's the name of it? And I'm like, even I don't know it. So yes. I had to look it up. And I'm like... And I still can't even think of it. It's like Oni Tajin. Oh, the new Megazord? Yeah. Don Oni Taijin. Yeah, that's it. I'm just, you know, and then we have the news article here about Live Robo. Remember when names were so simple? Like Flash King, Gongo 5 Robo, Sun Robo. It's, you know, Megazord. Megazord. Daijujin, Dragon Seas. You know, all these things were easy to say. And then you get whatever the hell Dawn Brothers Mecha is. 
but it's so damn good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why I'm so chatty today. Well, that's it for news mode for this week. All right. Let's get into revise. So the episode opens with the public demon stamp removal program, and one can't help but draw parallels to fucking COVID vaccinations. This entire episode was like Kamen Rider is anti-vaxxer. It was so weird. Well, like, think about it. Vice wears, like, a face mask. (laughs) Oh my god, it was there all along! Yeah. Please hand in all your candy toys and gimmicks. The new rider is coming, and we need the plastic to make the new gimmick. Please stay six feet away from all kaijins. My my favorite my favorite was that George decided to move into the bathhouse. Yeah, apparently he makes sense for him to be there. I like that he somehow saved some a good amount of his equipment from the crashed fucking helicarrier, including his various CSM belts and his figures. Yeah, I saw his figures of Exade and Drive. That, that, that's priority number one. Save yeah. the toys. Yeah, save the toys, dude. Some of those are renewals. I can't go and buy them again. <laughs> look, look, he's the got, world's he's ending. The, he's got the Oracle, Aito's belt, and the CSM fucking O's driver, motherfucker. It's, it's called the money. It's called the altar I ring. I realized too that citizens are are now going to be V stamped to remove their demons. But does so has now just been revealed to society that everyone has a demon? I guess they kind of underplayed that. Yeah, like, yeah, can you imagine if they on the news they just suddenly said you guys need to get your demons removed and like it's never explained. But I like my demons. <laughs> name, uh, Iki Igarashi. Demon name, Vice. All right, here you go. Next, hello. Name, Stephen. <laughs> Demon name, Mark Specter. Mark. Steven, don't do this. <laughs> Steven, no! Common <laughs> oh, Rider Moon Knight? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this episode is about Tamaki joining Weekend. Um, I, it, it's getting kind of cringe that he's still calling her Aguilera. Like, this is basically dead naming her at this point. Yeah, that's kind of... I think it's just because he's used to it. Well, get unused to it. I'm, 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 I've been rooting for him for a while, but like he needs to make some changes before he can truly grow from this point. I think. He's a simp. He's not gonna. But he went through such an emotional arc with his friend. I feel like he's due. Like I really don't like that he's being made to be this patsy character. If he cares so much about her, then he should know what name she prefers. It, it, you know what? It is upsetting. You want know Ichi now that you actually bring that up? Yeah. It is a bit upsetting. Like, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but the fact that he got fucking dicked out of transforming and it was a fake out and it was Aguilera who henchened. On one hand, it was a little disappointing, but then I'm like, no, you've got some growing to do first. I hope he does get a chance to do something. Also, I don't know if anyone else noticed how hilarious it was that Tamaki got the buffalo stamp considering he used to dress like a matador. 
Yeah. Oh, what that's... was this animal? A wolf. Was it a wolf? Yeah, it was a wolf. Oh. Or, or was it? It was wolf. Oh, who was the other guy? Olteca had the Dioica. <laughs> I. I'm gonna be completely honest. I completely forgot Olteca existed. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, he just, was. He just yeah, was, he's been gone. For... I did not care about him. He just was. He like he was kind of interesting, and then he just fell down super hard. Eh. Why do I care about you? I, I just laughed at it. Like all of us were just like, what was his name? Again? Yeah, Olteca. Olteca. I write it's down everyone's name, name his, so I don't know if I count. His real name is Makoto, apparently. Yeah, yep. he was a super genius. Can I just say, I Decker, if you could put up a picture for me, I just um, I loved just seeing at the end this Daiji just all defeated, ragged in his uniform, just crawling around in the fucking city, and, and the people give no fucks. No, and they go up to him and it's just like, hey, where can we get our, like, bystamp shots? And he's like, uh, I'm dying, assholes! <laughs> no, he's like, follow me, he's just giving the fuck up. Daichi's been getting the ever-loving shit kicked out of him week yeah, after I, week! Yeah, my last note for this episode is just, in all caps, why is it always Daichi? Because Daiji's the middle child. I will say Daiji Oh my god, you're right! I never thought about that! <laughs> Daiji did something impressive this episode, though. He killed a mook with his henshin. Yeah. He activated his, like, belt and everything, and then when he was about to, like, he fired the fucking gun into the mook to just, to kill him, and henshin into fucking holy live. And I was like, oh, has anyone ever killed someone with a henshin before? That sounds like a Sakamoto move. Like, Holy like Live is still like... Sakamoto would do. Holy mm. Live is still the coolest. Well, you know what? Let me do some research for a second. Yeah. So it was cool to see Genta back, even if temporarily. When Revice tried to save Akemi, she, when she told him, like, he needs to use Gift's powers to against him to defeat him, but the way she revealed this was like her face lifted up like Venom. Yeah. So, someone needs to take this photo of Daiji laying on the ground and put him next to Falcon and Winter Soldier from Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> when they're laying on the airport floor just because I've done this this entire time. I hate you. <laughs> it was not directed by Koichi Sakamoto. What? Oh, right. He's been busy with Ultra Galaxy Fight, the Destiny Crossroads, the, the 10 out of 10 crossover movie that apparently no one on Twitter agrees with. Um, it seems it was directed by a guy who did a lot of decade and double. I know it was a, so, lot of the, a lot of the early, early Neo Heisei. So one thing early in this episode that I don't fully understand is they talked about how like now urban development is creating priority residency for people who get their demons stamped out. And I'm like, why does this need to be a thing? Either everyone subjugates to GIF or he's going to kill everyone. What's the point of priority housing? That's a good point, actually. Wait, priority housing for your demon? No, no, like no, people who get their <laughs> demons removed get to move into like a priority residency that Phoenix is managing. And apparently- said it was called Ararat. Well, you know yeah, which is apparently actual, the, na the name of the location of Noah's Ark. Because I was gonna ask, what was that? Is that what does that mean? Like, what is it referencing? 
Someone posted it in the spoiler channel earlier today, but Ararat was the mountain where Noah's Ark resided. Oh, apparently... That makes sense. Th this just gave me, like, the that movie Elysium vibes, where it's, like, the world's yeah. so overpopulated, and then all the rich and powerful who can afford it live in a giant space station orbiting the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. As someone that hasn't seen the episode, here's what I'm thinking. If they're getting their demons removed, and this is run by Phoenix, uh huh. And keep, and keep in mind, the head of Phoenix right now is Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for Gifu. <laughs> Cuckoo for Gifu. Yeah, Cuckoo for Gifu. What if he's building an army with these demons? I do think oh, yeah, it's something like. I, yeah, because, like, we saw Hideo later in the episode summon a bunch of juniors with one of those Phoenix stamps instead of the normal junior stamps from earlier in the show. So it yeah. seems a lot like they're taking these demons out of people in order to amass an army of juniors. And they're putting them in safe housing? They're putting the people that get their demons removed into safe housing. Yeah, they're just giving, they're like, they're making a cover to, like, you know, satisfy them. It's like, oh, if you do this, you get fancy housing. Well, what if they're doing that just to put all these people in one spot? Oh, that could be it. And when they, and when they release the army, yeah, release I, an entire bunch of humans all at once. I'm um, scared that that might be what's going on. Although, I think the relation to Noah's Ark might have some significance. Maybe, like, I mean, they're gathering, maybe... What if Hideo is playing both sides? What if the reason for this priority housing is he's trying to gather as many people as he can to save them somehow? Send them into space. Send them that into space. The earth. the earth belongs to demons. Perfect. We're going to let Gif have the Earth and we're going to leave and find our own planet. <laughs> that was like when we watched the we watched the fucking first Gamera movie. We were wondering what Plan X was. And we were just all, launch him into space! Yeah. Yeah. Make him space is problem. God knows enough stories of fiction involve abandoning the planet. Hell, fucking Final Fantasy fourteen did it. Uh, um, Wally. The end of Don't Look Up. <laughs> Wally, they also abandoned Earth. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the uh, Tamaki uses himself as bait to lead everyone to Vale. Uh, and then we get this whole buildup where Tamaki gets the weekend driver from Masumi and attempts to henshin, but then fucking Vale yoinks the stamp. Yeah, and and I did, and I did see that on Twitter. And then Hana steps up and puts on the belt because while they were talking after Tamaki left, Masumi gave Hana the Queen Bee stamp. But the funny thing about that is he didn't give her. her her own driver, which means Masumi knew that Tamaki was gonna fuck up and that Hana would use that driver. What a I mean, dick it move. Her, it had her theming the whole time. It had the honey and the... Always think of a plan B. Uh, but, 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 like, when I, when I saw the design of the weekend driver with the honeycomb theme and all that, and I'm like... And then you see Tamaki in the preview, but transform. It's like, yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah, I knew it was coming. You, you instantly know. It, it, Plan B. <laughs> There's the episode name. Plan B. That yeah, that 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 worked. 
And yeah, when when the belt activates, it says subvert up. Get it? Because it subverted our expectation that Tamaki was going to use it. Well, lower your expectations. All right. So now we have Kamen Rider Aguilera, who was completely unknown until a week ago. So props to the show for managing to surprise us again. Um, I gotta say, I like the visor look. My one problem with the suit, well, a couple of minor things. If you're looking at it straight ahead, the helmet looks absolutely awful. It just looks like a creepy eye. But yes. But looking at it from the side, it looks much better. Looks yeah, because like a ghost. You, yeah, because you can tell where the visor, like where the eye part of the visor is yeah. and where the rest of the helmet and is. And you can tell that it's a stinger in the middle. I yeah. really like the way the wings on the bee turn into like ears on the helmet. I, yeah, I like I like wing ears on on helmets. It's kind of like Valkyrie like. Yep. It's like a Simpsons character. Don't look at them head uh, straight forward. Or is that Moses like image again? <laughs> um, the other thing is, I am genuinely surprised that the suit design is vastly less feminine looking than Jean's. You know what I mean? It doesn't have the hair or the like really girly like touches that are like this is a woman rider. Like, I'm not alone in thinking Hana is a much more feminine character than Sakura, so I'm surprised that the suit design is the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that not that I'm saying all women riders should have exclusively feminine designs. I'm just surprised no, by it. No, it's yeah. I think it's probably because of the tight budget that they had, maybe with the, with the design. Like the suit itself only has like only that little yellow bit on the chest that looks like honeycomb is the only part of the suit aside from the helmet that like looks like a bee motif. The rest of the suit just looks kind of plain, like it's a mook suit, or like it's a it's an undersuit for like something else. And uh, Maybe this will lead into something of like mass production. And I think the the leg pieces, I think those are reused from Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the helmet's cool looking at it from the side, but aside from that, I'm kind of eh on the design. It's cool that she's a rider, but I, I wish her design had been a little bit more creative. Yeah, just get the like they get the stopped, stinger out of her helmet. Dropped different colors for it. Um, last week, I think. Sorry. Someone shopped different colors for it last week, and it, I, it looked much more bee-like. Oh god! Oh no! <laughs> I know. I know. Someone shopped Jean's suit to look in different colors last week. I don't know about. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, oh no! Wait, was it? No, no, no! It wasn't Jean. It was um. It was uh, Aguilera. Oh okay. I don't think I saw that one. Um. But yeah. Aside from dicking tamaki out of the debut he was building up towards aguilera's debut as a writer is pretty cool uh she she makes a big deal about how the name aguilera once used as the queen of evil is, is she's like taking it back and and bringing honor to the name by redeeming for her past reclaiming that name as a name of justice instead yeah oh yes and her weapons are kunai which are reused from gaim ichigo arms Oh. Okay, who did the Mike Wazowski mean? Multi. 
Okay. Oh, and yeah, that's another thing to think about too. Every other driver in this show is powered based on a demon, but think about Hana and Kamen Rider Aguilera. There's no demon in this form anywhere. Like they eradicated when they separated it. So this is straight up just a human with a belt. She is the next evolution in the in the revised rider history. It could be that Weekend developed their belt technology based on what's existed so far and now has this one driver that doesn't require a demon. And watch, by the end of the show, if they have to give up all their demons for the crossover movie, they're going to have it be like, oh, Weekend, uh, retool your belt so now you can all transform without your demons. Hmm. Oh, maybe. Yep. Because let's face it, Vice is no Momotaro. He's not going to keep showing up every year. Mm, I feel like the potential's there. The potential is there. Nice, nice. I will say Vice has gotten way less annoying than he was the first few episodes. Oh yeah, He's him. awesome. Remember when he's first appearance, like he just kept making fart jokes? Remember when Twitter hated him just for his VA? Oh, wait, that was yesterday. Remember in the crossover at the end of Saber where he kept coming out of weird places on Iki? I'm so yeah. glad they didn't do that for this for the actual series. Same uh, one as the fart jokes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Aguilera debuts. I thought it was pretty rad when she like stabbed Vale's feet. That was cool. Yeah. Well, you're, not, you're gonna stop anyone? Freaking take out the feet. Yeah. And then you realize, oh right, demon you can just fly. Yeah, and then we also see the debut of the Hell Giftarian who. Is your traditional super-powered upgraded kaijin monster who and his whole shtick is all oh, the world's boring so I'm gonna blow it up. Cool, trope, tropey villain. Move on. He, he is the ultimate. He is the ultimate geef. He looks cool. I like him. Yeah, apparently he was a retool from the um, main bad guy from the stupid Senki movie. Oh, oh. yeah, kind of. Uh, and then the episode ends us with us looking at George's computer screen that says Demon's Driver Mass Production. Uh-oh. <laughs> what if they give all those demons a demon driver? Bum, bum, bum. There, there's your army. Not an army of demons. An army of riders. I got it. We're going we're gonna to give belts to all the people who didn't have their demons removed. Oh, well, that's that's the... weird, uh, weird, weird uh, shift, I guess. I'm I sorry, know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so next week they're making some sort of argument over peace versus freedom. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I'm just going to slowly wait for this show to get into the 40s. Keep, keep watching maybe i think the episode was good overall stories moving along at a nice pace as it has been just as good as other recent episodes the aguilera yeah. debut was interesting yeah i, I really hope like from just from what you guys were talking about we're like slowly approaching end game yeah mm -hmm. all right take us in don't get to go <laughs> close enough So this episode, 
Man, this episode. It's a mixed thing. I like parts of it, and then there are parts that I thought were just sort of eh. I love that apparently... I love that apparently Taro tries to lie. It literally kills him. He he actually dies for a few seconds. Holy hell. Yeah, no pulse and everything. I I, I think out of this whole episode, the thing about it that I thought was most interesting, if 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 I may say so, is that Taro went to the Blue Knight to learn to lie. Like, he just straight up goes to one of their enemies... And talks to him about it. I've never seen anything like that in Sentai before. The way that they're interacting with each other. Well, he doesn't know that he's the Blue Knight. Yeah, it's the whole thing that he doesn't know that Sonoi is a, is the intent. Yeah, they don't no, know. I, I know. I know that. It's just the fact that they have all these interactions that happen between them that I've never seen really before. If, if you want to see interactions like that, you need to watch Fies because this is absolutely Kiba and uh, and Takumi happening. I was about to bring that up. I was just thinking about that too because I'm like, wasn't that the thing in Fies where like yeah. Takumi and Kiba didn't know? They talk to each other all then, the fucking time, and it took forever for them to find out who the other was. And then we kinda, yeah, it, was it was sort of, it was Kaiser that had to like force it. Yeah. And we kind of had that with uh, Takaru and uh, Juzo in uh, Shinkenger. It was just kind of like they oh, yeah. both had this m- massive yeah, but, mutual respect for each other. So it's funny we mentioned Fies because you know Sam Ryder. <laughs> That's a then yeah. Yes. Inuzuka did the Stacy thing. We leaped over the fence. <laughs> I was so happy when that happened. Like, like Inuzuka. Shit! He just yeah. He just he did it. That had to have been on purpose. It, oh yeah. <laughs> also, can I can I say that Idol was really really fucking annoying? Thank oh, you. Yeah. Oh my I god. Hate, I hated her so he much. Kept, she kept saying her uniform was too tight to imply that Haruka was had a small. Oh, when Taro called her oh out, my being god. like, "Oh, maybe take out those pads," I was like, "Yes, oh. nice." <laughs> yeah. Taro. Taro. I didn't know you were a bird because you'd be chirping. <laughs> <laughs> Who took the melon cookies? He did. Yeah, he just <laughs> outright. But then at the end, he makes up for it by bringing that guy to see his mom anyway like, so on his sweet. back. That was fun. That was so sweet. Just get on my back, close your eyes, morphs, and uses like the, the like, jump pads and all that to get there. <laughs> Dude, just like, so do you trust me? Work. What? Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Oh my gosh, I can show okay. you the world. Don't you can dare we, open your eyes. Can we please, exactly. <laughs> can we please talk about the Oni Taijin debut? This Holy fucking shit. My favorite part was that it debuted sitting down. <laughs> yes, it debuted sitting down on a fucking throne. It's like first, a chair. It did its first attack sitting down. <laughs> I remember yeah, but... I, I asked. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. no, just like I see the photo of all of them on the boat. And <laughs> you, Look at you, that. You know me. I like small soldiers. So it just reminded me of the ending shot from Small Soldiers where it's like the Gorgonites are on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is just a tour. This, thing's def- this thing could 
probably take out the commando elite. But I, I was so happy that we got like all of them just going like, "Why am I? Like, oh, I'm an arm. All right, guess I'm going for it." <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the shoulder pads. Okay. I asked in, uh, in, in, in the Facebook group after it happened that something I, I, I thought was really cool about this was, um. I asked, like, is this the first time that a a, a combining um fine like a combining Megazord group mech was n like normal, relatively normal sized, like to the comparison of it being a combination of them, and then grew giant again? And you guys said that that's never really happened, and that's such a cool idea. I really like that. I mean, the only thing I can think can, has done that in, like, something else was Gridman, because, like, Gridman is human-sized, and then he grows bigger to fight the monster, so... Yeah, but it being, but, like, actually... But he doesn't ever... But does he ever actually fight at human size? Yes. yes. Oh. In, in one episode, there's, like, a dream sequence thing. Okay, well, I that's an exception, though. Yeah, like, that's the only exception. Like, having the... the combination mech fight at like normal relative size like just a just a large if you being, and then count, become a giant you know what if you technically count tokuger did it with the dollhouse shadow where it got sucked into a dollhouse oh yeah and it was like in surrounded by like human settings and all that i just i'm also happy that this is a like a practical suit yes it Thank looks you. so it gorgeous. Looks, it looks really good, yeah. Also, you, you can barely tell that the monster that they were playing was supposed to be Q Reno because, you know, the different combinations. So it just. I didn't like that it was weirdly thrusting its hips when it first showed up. What the fuck was that about? It's, the, it's a reference to the old Q Ranger dance. Oh! Oh, How did I not pick oh, up on that? Oh, 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 that's amazing. <laughs> I missed that dance. So oh, much. man. And then they're like, guys, we have a 10-year-old doing this dance. We can't have him thrusting. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of the cute combo dance. Bro. Yeah, so they changed it to like, the arm flapping. It's so oh, yeah. thrusting. The thrusting will always forever be iconic. Um... Uh, I also love that Shinichi was just like pheasant swords, and they're all like, "Oh, it's Kiji them. All right. Well, they're Kiji swords, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I like that the mouths were moving as they were talking as well in some yeah. shots. Now the real question is, can the mouths on the toy move? I will find out in July. <laughs> uh, but just to go back a bit, the scene where Taro tries to lie and can't. Just like as he's like turning blue and about to pass out, my brain just goes to fucking liar liar. The pen is blue. The pen is blue. The goddamn pen is blue. The pen is really blue. <laughs> and I absolutely love every time he gives Kira, Kilala, whatever the fuck, just absolute shit. Like. Oh. What do you think of my song? Twenty-five no. points. And the Out best part—the best part I loved was like the 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 Coca-Cola idol. That's all. Yeah, the monster dies, and all the idols come back, yeah, and there's one gripping the Coke from her ad, and I was like, "Thank like, God, my Coke is safe." No, no, no. But I love that she, I love that she shows up to the fucking cafe because she's like been there before, and she's like, and they're like, "Oh, like you just come to visit your sister." 
I don't have a sister. Oh, she's one of those knockoff idols of me, and they're all just all her fans immediately turn on her, and I'm like, I'm I don't think truly loyal it. fans it's, would it's turn. Sad but true. I, I I think the implication was that the ones worshiping Kila Kilala were only using her to get to the other one, Karin. Oh, that mm. would sadly make sense if that was their reaction. I also enjoyed that Haruka tried to get more out of not Kaito. Just like, and he that? just why did he transform? He doesn't acknowledge. It. He's like, well, here's a better question. Here, let me distract you with this new hire. It's like, no, no, let's get back to that. You know what I think? Didn't she also confront him last episode, and he also deflected into something else? Yes, he keeps like dodging the question. You know what I think is happening? Let's remember that he's the admin of this very much not real world. What if Kaito is coming up with these random situations that happen every week just so he doesn't have to answer her questions? Like he just like like he just blinked and suddenly there was this this whole idle situation just happened where it wasn't going to happen before. Oh my goodness, that possible. He is God. He just exactly. But, but still, though, just boss, I can't wear that. But it's too tight around my chest. And at first, I'm like, okay, because oh, it's a boob joke. Think yeah. Of it, think of it this way: he's an admin. He's a program. He's limited by his programming how he can like respond. So he's an NPC. He only he, he does. Can't, if that he was can't, the case, he can't, no. He can't answer why he can transform because he doesn't have an answer. If that doesn't. if that was the case, he would just straight up say, "I can't answer that right now." Well, maybe he just doesn't. Maybe he's not like. Maybe he doesn't have to say it like that. Maybe he's programmed to be a bit more. This isn't Chiaki rules. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that means, but the, yes, it is. That's a Danganronpa two reference. I love that we're all still just going with the fact that this is a like a, a virtual reality world. It has to be a game. It's just a game. Calm down, bro. It's just a game. Yeah. No. I, once Jin gets out of his so-called prison, we will get all the explanation we want. Or he'll Everything just turn his good. turn, put his hood on, and not answer anyway. Also, can 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 I just say that freaking Don uh, Oni Taijin's fucking technique, like the 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 peach sword thing, that was amazing. It's all the peaches. I Don were a paradise, my reigning champion for dumbest Hisatsu, in my opinion. I mean, it's accurate to what their theme is. It's so. absolutely on brand, but it's also fucking stupid. All I know is I I need an. Uh, now I you need to get some peaches. Happen. But no, besides that, <laughs> Gridman's 30th anniversary is next year. I need the guys Crossover. who designed the layout for their battle fights to do a Gridman movie. Yeah. Because could you imagine Gridman fighting? Because like, that's all I could just think of. Was just, man, I could just see Gridman come in and be like, yeah. Another thing that happened this episode that I really liked was the fact that the f almost all of them henching together. We got everyone except Inuzuka standing next to each other doing a four-man henching for the, I think, the first time. Yep. So, so we're getting there. We're almost there. Like, like I said, once they all know who we, like who each other, like who they all are, we'll get the proper roll call. That would make sense, I think. Absolutely. No, no, once they all finally know each other, then we can introduce the six ranger. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We still haven't gotten any info on him yet. It's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's as... One of the fucking swords is as big as... Oh, my God. The leg oh is as big as Kiramajan. Jesus Christ. How big what is this thing? Oh, it's big. Like one of the tallest mechas like in the franchise. Gar, and Gar, you you hold on to that mech for dear life. You hold on to that fucking box for dear life. And you know yes. what the best part is? This is the first Megazord. There's going to be more and they will combine. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> no, you know what they're going to do? The sixth Ranger's Zord is going to be like a big boy who turns into just one robot. Oh, yeah, no. There was actually some news about that. They've said there's going to be a rival Ranger named Don Murasame. Oh. Ooh. Oh, hat. <laughs> it does sort of look like Momo. <laughs> Yay. You know what? I need to get the Renewal Deno and pose him next to the Onikajin. <laughs> I, have my, I have my Renewal Deno platform. I am... I'm happy. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day when I told you. Freaking house shook because you were just that excited. So fucking happy, man. So. Um, but yeah, no, Don Don Oni Taijin, fucking awesome. As, also, as the Fortnite fly? kids say, W. No. Why? It has wings. Why not? Yeah, it's got wings. I wasn't expecting that. I thought they were just for decoration. No, man. If, it, if a if a robot's got wings, it can fucking fly. Also, the uh, you, you can slightly hear in the song, uh, in the episode, uh, the uh, theme for the uh, for the mech. Actually, actually, the album already came out. I think I sent you guys the link to it. The the and it has the the battle theme, Battle World, and the yeah. theme for Don Oni Taijin, and they're both actually really good. Yeah, and it's sung by uh, the guy that does the Morpher and all that. Yeah, uh, Daiki Hamano, who I found out. Was Gamu from SSS Dinazenon? Oh, yeah. Oh, Dinazenon, you could have been better. Yeah, I never finished it. So in the end, Kila Kilala, even though she was a lying, annoying thing, I'm not gonna we say. Talked about we never talked about her whole thing was that she wanted to be an idol so badly because her grandpa believed in her so much and loved her so much that she couldn't bear for her dream to not come true yeah, yeah but even yeah but her grandfather even said it didn't matter what yeah well but at the end she matter what you become I'll the be end she works hard her. she works hard to make her lie no longer alone. she did end up actually debuting somehow yes with her kira kira smile song the song that i got real sick of right away oh, which yeah. actually has a real writer and i'm sure it will be on an album very soon I hope so, because I actually liked it. Oh. I don't know. I, li I like songs like that, too. Um, but uh, Sorry. So, next week's episode, we're going to have another Momo versus Sonoi encounter. And they said something about Sayonara Taro, so I'm a little worried. But, uh, oh, probably nothing permanent. The person who actually wrote this actually writes legit music. Cool. Well, I, I'm not. And I'm not just saying like like Rider or Sentai. Like no, I'm talking about legit Japanese music. Okay. Yeah, like that, that's why it sounded so legit. Like idol music. Yeah. It sounded like it could be an actual idol song. 
It actually reminded me a lot of um that Suki Suki song, which is I'm not I probably shouldn't link because it's it will get stuck in your head like really bad. I would like to be spared. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can post a link if you want. I just won't click it. Um. Yeah. So that's shall the episode. We, shall we uh, buddy up for our future topic? But first, Emily, I believe, will be taking her leave now. I was supposed to watch. I was supposed to watch it with my mom, and then we never did. So I have to, like, wait. But. I'm sorry that I keep missing feature topics, but thank you very much for having me on the show. Of course. You guys are great. Please stay safe, take care, and have a great time. We will. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, feature topic time. Feature topic. So... For those who may not have seen or heard of this series before, Tiger and Bunny is an anime series about superheroes, but the gimmick is they have sponsors whose names are plastered all over their suits. Wow. You watch it on Netflix. You could call it fucking left. You could call it super liminal advertising. Um so yeah, this movie was an hour and 40 minutes long. I don't think it needed to be that long. No, it it did drag on a bit. I I knew I was going to be busy today because I was hanging out with Cell to watch Obi-Wan. And so, like, I woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning. I went to the bathroom, came back downstairs, and I just fucking watched it. (laughs) None of the plans were went to Timmy's, then watched it. Oh, no, that was after. After I went to Timmy's, then watched it. Or I watched it, then went to Timmy's. Um, Anyways... So, like, there's not much going on with this movie. The only real thing is, is that this new guy, Mark Schneider, who he's voiced by Deneb. Yeah, that's Deneb. Yeah. And then now I know Golden Ryan, uh, Ryan Goldsmith. He, who I will say this now, is my new favorite Tiger and Bunny character. <laughs> oh, you're in luck. No, I know. This man, this man is such an asshole douchebag. I fucking love every single second of him. Like, I love that the idea of the movie is that, like, oh, it's this awesome new hero, Golden Ryan. I can't wait to see what he does. And honestly, his involvement in the actual plot of the movie is next to zero. It's sort of like a red herring to be like. They even like, make a comment later in the movie. It's like, oh, you thought I was gonna be the bad guy, didn't you? Ha <laughs> Oh, that that was my favorite. <laughs> I love that. And Barbie's like, no, he's like, no, no, no. You were thinking it. Come on. You were thinking it. <laughs> you were thinking it, weren't you? Uh, but yeah. So Gold Ryan is voiced by Yuichi Nakamura, who voiced B.J. Stag, and he was Ultraman X, not not. Not the, not the other Yuichi Nakamura who was Zeranos. I, I was confused about that. I hate that. Year. <laughs> I kept thinking he was voiced by Deneb, and then it was like, no, he was voiced by the guy who played Zeranos. No, he was voiced by the guy who played fucking BJ Static. So, yeah. So unlike uh, the first movie, the beginning, this movie is sort of, I want to say trying to be like a conclusion. I don't know about conclusion. It's just, yeah. It's just, it's just. Oh, like life goes on. Like, yeah. So like, it's like a where are they now movie. Yeah, like Barnaby and and uh, and Kotetsu have now been uh, 
demoted into the new second league where like the second they're, they're training heroes. the junior heroes basically yeah oh boy uh, i can't wait to see them in season two none of them are in season two and, and, and kotetsu is now uh he can only use his next ability for a minute so he's now wild tiger the one minute hero yeah um i think Bun bunny still has his full power right yeah, yeah barnaby barnaby has his full power yeah so um but like it's just the, the the only two things i took from this movie that were like the best of it were kotetsu himself yeah. like an all the inner inner struggling he was going through and then with surprisingly that was really great that i loved was fire emblems yeah a big nathan subplot in this Up movie amazing very big subplot of the movie was nathan accepting himself and oh. thing, this movie came out in like the early 2010s 2014 yeah yeah it came out in 2014 it was ahead of the game yeah, because now, because now, I think Fire Emblem is considered non-binary because yeah. he's just—he's just either definitely somewhere on the spectrum. He's got like the strength and courage of a man, but like the the gentle heart of a woman. So I'm I am all for it, man. I've always liked Fire Emblem. I thought it was really cool. Oh, it's great! I love it. He's yeah. sponsored by Domino's Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he's the owner of his own company yeah so like let's let's see so okay like dragon kids trying or dragon kids trying like a new fucking technique which of course in the end fucking ends up working and it's pretty cool it just uh, turns the lightning into a dragon rock bison oh, uh, or not not yeah rock bison right yeah rock bison yeah rock rock bison's trying to like trying new stuffs by copying other heroes' sticks so like he tries yeah. his own little uh, blue rose line which everyone else thought it was lame i thought it was pretty clever yeah the line itself was clever the fact that it was derivative was the part where that was cringe but um, the line itself was good yeah origami cyclone he uh he was he, no he was realizing that he was uh attacking too much from the back so he needed to learn how to fight uh, head, uh like attack head on yeah it, origami cyclone was really interesting during the original anime because the for the longest time you actually had no idea what his power was like they never really showed him and then like somewhere in the middle of the show they finally revealed that his next ability is shape-shifting also also again he's a russian man being dressed, a japanese themed superhero dressed up as a kabuki ninja yeah um Sky High is just being Sky High. Sky High has always been my favorite. Thank you. Also, thank you. Arigato. And then Lunatic was just in the movie for being in the movie. I don't even know what the fuck he was trying to do. So, you know, so Lunatic's whole stick is that he kills, like, he kills people that... He kills killers. He's the Dexter of the fucking anime universe. The Haseo, if you will. Yeah, and then, you know... Fun fact, oh, voiced by Urataros. Yep. Oh yeah, no, that that VA is mwah. so good. And yeah, yeah at, least this at least this movie did something that season two did. Showed him at all. Yeah. Lunatic Literally. is not in season two at all. Like he, like, don't care, like his, his person. His human form, civilian human identity shows up. Is but like being part of it. He never, never shows up. Lunatic. Yeah. They even bring that up. It's like, hey, where's Lunatic? Yeah, Why hasn't he been around? Like, Anyways, enough complaining about season like, two. 
at the legacy of like Sternville, of like like the origins of the town and like how there are these villains are trying to cause this calamity or something. They never named those three villains, by the way. Nope. I'm gonna look them I'm gonna look them up just so we can Yeah, oh okay, so like I liked I didn't like the villain motivation. That was interesting. So like we think like Mark uh Mark Schneider is the fucking villain, but then it ends up that his secretary Virgil, whose actual name was I think it was like Scott Andrew Andrew, Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. And so, like, he just goes into this big history of, like, oh, my father was, like, this really proud man who, like, he worked his ass off, but he, like, always enjoyed life every moment of the uh, of the day. And he, like, made a, a deal with Mark Schneider to, like, make his company, but then he, like, sold him out and fucked him over, and it caused him to, like, kill himself, which, like, he wouldn't do that because he was such a good man. And I just spent years looking up everything about this man, and I ended up working under him as a secretary so I could expose him, find out everything about him. And then I found three other people who also got fucked over by this man and they joined my cause. So like he, he they just, they thought, Oh, you just found, hired three other next users to help you. He's like, no, no, no. The, these three also hate him too. <laughs> I, I, I sort of find it hilarious that like, it's a creative plan and a creative mm. idea. Yeah. But when he showed up at the end being like, I was the villain all along. I literally forgot who he was. I, I saw him and I was like, oh, it's that guy we saw for two scenes. And that was it. it, it it's sort of like, um, did, did you see the Kingsman? Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean the new one? Yeah. yeah the new one. No, no, I have not. Uh, okay. So like, it's not much of a big spoiler, but like, you know, the villain gets revealed and it's, it's one of those scenarios where it's like, wait, who is this again? Mm. Oh, there is one scene. <laughs> Okay, so the three villains, uh, the one with the voice, apparently his name was Richard Max. Okay. Uh, the, the dancer girl was named Kasha Graham, and the old man's name was Johnny Wong. Johnny Wong, oh. So yeah, like one had like voice powers, another one could clone herself, and then the, 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 the third guy, he had like, could... Put you in like this kind of dream state. nightmare coma where you have to confront your trauma. And yeah, that's where Fire Emblem's whole like main subplot is. Yeah. yeah, and then and then what happened was apparently because he was under such distress that like he, he like had to be fire. he had to be contained by Blue Rose uh, just so his fire didn't spread. But then like eventually Blue Rose had to go. So then the so Kotetsu was like. Brought in a bunch of fire extinguishers. Where did he get those? They never explained it. Away. Um, and then uh, the the second league heroes took over. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say this: even though Kotetsu only like had his power for a minute, like he even when he's not using his ability, he's still really fucking useful. Like and he has his grapple thing, and and he still exhibits some pretty powerful strength. Although I think yeah. the suit really helps with that. My favorite too was when fucking Saito was just talking about like Golden Ryan's old suit, which I didn't. Ex uh, first off, fucking love Golden Ryan's suit. Like it's oh pretty my good. God. I actually really it's liked his perfect. old suit. Like it looked like a prince thing. Uh, yeah, I want the figure, but the figure it's going for almost two hundred dollars online. Jesus. Yeah. Wait, wait for a reissue with season two. 
But the oh, question yeah. is, can he hunch down and do the dodom pose? I, I, I hope so. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so like Saito's explaining how like his suit his old suit's a piece of shit compared to the new one, and he just he just constantly hear Gold Ride just be like, huh, what? Cause, Speak louder. Because the the <laughs> gag is Saito whispers. <laughs> but I just but yeah, I just I loved him, and then like at the end when like he's he's trying to like expose uh, like rec like recognize uh tiger and bunny for being like so awesome he's just like he's like camera camera over here please thank you <laughs> yep uh i i love this man from like beginning to end he was just so cool and then like he gets an attachment a new bike attached to barnaby's and he's just, he's just lying in it casually the whole fucking time he although we like, do see him drive his bike at one point yeah so that was really cool if, and if you like awesome fucking wings and if you like golden ryan you should absolutely watch season two because he actually goes through some character development dope um, well that's that's why i was waiting because like i i was started season two but then i was like no no no, no i gotta I gotta, I gotta watch the rising movie because i haven't watched i haven't seen how golden ryan shows up yet oh yeah because fucking at the end of the movie he's like hey i got a deal for america well see you guys later he shows them the I check he got and then fucking leaves during the credits <laughs> and then like i watched the first episode of season two and it's like hey rose where's your partner he's late sorry i'm sorry i'm late i'm like i'm back okay, cue audience canned like, laughter it's like okay i guess that deal in america didn't last long <laughs> they retconned oh, yeah. it and and so also uh gold ryan's ability is he can manipulate gravity That's which pretty is pretty cool. cool it's pretty it's a pretty busted ability that why it only works in like a small area but i just he, he learns he learns to stretch it uh vertically yeah so, yeah but the biggest thing i like to take from this movie for me personally like out of the golden ryan was just like kotetsu's kind of arc was really awesome because he just yeah. like lost he he did, wasn't a hero anymore because he basically got fired because he just wanted barnaby um, he became a taxi driver a cab driver <laughs> oh my god the whole thing with like we're revealing this pair of heroes today First off, it's Barnaby Brooks Jr. and his partner, this new guy! Haha! <laughs> Psych! And the winner of the employment of the, of the week award is this inanimate, <laughs> this inanimate, inanimate carbon rod. Inanimate carbon rod. <laughs> I'll show him inanimate! <laughs> um. It just, yeah, like, it just, it was really, it was really cool how he's just kind of like, well, I, I guess I just can't really be a hero anymore, because, like, you know, and then he, like, he, as he's chasing fucking Andrew Scott, <laughs> and then, just, here's the villain of the fucking movie, Andrew Scott. <laughs> I just like that his, like, cover-up cover name was Virgil. And he absolutely kind of resembled Vir uh, Virgil from Devil May Cry. Nah, uh, yes, the the better brother of, of him and Dante, my opinion. Um, <laughs> and just yeah, and then like I like that like because I I will say I watched the first episode of season two because like I wanted to see what happened, and I just didn't like that like because in this movie you could see that Kotetsu and Barnaby have this mass mutual respect for each other and you know they kind of like joke off of each other and it's really cool they have nice chemistry uh -huh. and then in just in season two it's like oh you guys are falling out again and I'm like well it's been, it's been a while 
I know, but like still, like fuck. It's wow, it's only been a year. It's been a year in the show. Like fuck. So I just that, that's what I really love about and like even at the end when like they team up against the Virgil and they they do their good luck mode and shit. It's just when I'm they're, so they're glad that was together, there. Whenever they're working together, it's so fucking badass. Yeah. God damn it. That it, it, is why it's called Tiger and Bunny. Before season two came out, I I watched the I finally sat down and watched all of Tiger and Bunny. Yeah. Kotatsu became my favorite character instantly. Mm-hmm. And my favorite moment was when they, they were watching over the mayor's baby, and like they go to Barnaby's place with um Dragon Kid, with Kid there, and it's like, all right, Kid, watch the baby, and Barnaby tells Kotetsu his like whole origin thing of like, oh, my parents were killed on Christmas Day. I hope you get your revenge, bro. <laughs> Want a drink? Fuck yeah! And you literally see them passed out on the floor because they drank all night and i'm like beautiful where's the baby i like baby got kidnapped i like i like in the second opening to to tiger and bunny like the first season where like there's a scene where like you see it's barnaby going through like kotetsu's spark bone and then you just see kotetsu like fuck off um speaking of speaking of smartphones i actually really love that like in this movie you see what they have each other set to in their phones and like Kotetsu has Barnaby as the name Bunny with a picture of an actual rabbit. Yep. Um, also, I love that Gold Ryan called him Junior, and he's just like, "I'm gonna pretend I just, I, I'm gonna, I think I, I'm pretty sure I misheard you, but did you just call me Junior?" And he's like, "Oh, Junior Coon, <laughs> Junior Coon." I'm like, "I love this man." Um, I, I just took down the guy that killed my parents, and you're calling me Junior. But also, it it bothered me a lot that. Like they're all like hanging out in their civilian forms, and they're in a bar with people around them, and they're calling each other by their hero names. And I'm like, guys, be a little more subtle, why don't you? Yeah, right. Oh yeah, by by this movie, everyone's like, Kotetsu, are you okay? No, 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 it's Wild Tiger, dude. Give it up. Everyone knows that you're Kotetsu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ah, damn it. And then it was, and then finally, it was his daughter Kaede to like give him the pep talk to just be like, so do it, damn. Be- do what you need to fucking do, and he's like, yeah. okay. I also watched the first movie, and I loved the scene with his wife. I'm yes. glad that they added that for the movie because they never, like, they brought it up in the show, but they never showed her like alive in the in the show. I never watched yeah. the the first movie because it was a retelling. But if it's got some new stuff, I'll go. I'll go back and watch oh, it. It's like. It's like bits and pieces of like the first two episodes, and then like it becomes a fully original story. Yeah, we we talked about it in Cast Ranger already. Oh, did we? Yeah, last year we talked about last year. My memory sucks. (laughs) That's why. That's why. Like we we were like like yeah we we need to talk about Tiger and Bunny. Let's talk about the movie. (laughs) This year, let's talk about the other movie. Uh, I'm glad they recalled us about the the great villain in Tiger and Bunny, Jake. (laughs) <laughs> Jake, Andrew Scott, like this, this I show. Can't ha- wait to see what the season two villains are going to. This be show treats English names the same way English stuff treats Asian names. It's it's almost like reverse weebooism. <laughs> well, it's because this is supposed to be like I think America technically. This is like, supposed. It's supposed to be like future Manhattan. Yeah. I also like the eat 
like ETIC in your notes that you watch the after credit scene. Yeah. Just they're driving with their motor, but like they're <laughs> the whole thing with Tiger and Bunny's bike is that Tiger or is that Bunny drives while Tiger's in the cockpit seat. The sidecar. Like they're, yeah, the sidecar. They're just driving along doing patrol. Kotetsu just looks at Barnaby. Hey, can I drive now? <laughs> just, that's the whole like, scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, honest, honest to God, better than like half of the Phase Three after credit scenes from Marvel. <laughs> Short, simple, funny, actual joke that makes sense. Tiger and Bunny will return. Tiger and Bunny will return in like ten fucking minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, he also was the voice of Garza. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Did this show do? Uh, or <coughs> did this movie have anything to do with Ouroboros? Nope. Fucking no. Never. It was pretty self-contained, um, but you do have to have watched the the first season. So yeah. I I will say that overall it was a tad long, but I overall really enjoyed it. And Golden Ryan is now my new favorite Tiger and Bunny character. <laughs> I love this man. I want his figure art so fucking badly. The <laughs> lunatic figure art has been in in my wish list for years. They'll probably make some sort of reissue of season two designs. Oh boy, you mean we get to buy He Is Thomas? Oh, oh my, don't fucking oh. remind me of <laughs> He Is Thomas. He Is Thomas. Well, it wasn't will... a lie. I will like okay like just look look at this fucking amazing suit and I love I love in season two he's now fucking oh uh, sponsored by Premium Bandai yep. <laughs> so his figure art better be a fucking like Tomashi Web exclusive <laughs> that'd be amazing. All right, well that was Cast Ranger, and that was anime. Yeah. Which means, oh, thank God. I mean, I mean, yeah, that was great, Gar. I loved every second of it. Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. We get finally get back on track. So our first feature topic for next week will be the Revice Hyper Battle DVD. Oh boy, that's gonna be fucking nuts. Yeah. After doing two movies and freaking so many episodes of a show, I don't even remember what the first topic was. Samurai Flamenco. That's. <laughs> I remember. Wolgar, Wolgar will miss you for a few weeks, so you you, you rest yes. your your pretty little head. I'll be back in July. I I need I need to sleep. To quote to quote Ichi, who quotes something else, he'll be back again, again someday. someday. I generally don't even remember where that's from. Uh, yeah, but I, do you I. say it's it like, all the time. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, as again, if you haven't watched Tiger and Bunny. Go fucking watch it. It's great. I, I would say watch it on Netflix, but they removed all the sponsorships from the first season. So go 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 go, go, go watch go, it illegally. Go, go <laughs> it and then go watch the movies, and then go watch season two. Yeah, you can watch the movies on Netflix. They kept the sponsors there. Yeah, yeah. But, but for some reason, the first I'm like, okay, did they update the season? Did they update the first season with all the sponsors? Nope. No. Season two, they get all the sponsorships back except for Pepsi. Yeah. Well, no, because Blue Rose is sponsored by a Japanese ice cream company, which makes way more sense. Yeah, but also, you know, Pepsi fucking hates everyone now. <laughs> not e not Ichi. Well, well, they, hate well, they just ignore me. Yeah. 
That's why I'm a Coke Zero man. It's a sad story of unrequited love. I'm a water man. Well, yeah, I'm a, I also I bought a two liter water bottle for work just so I drink more water at work. Oh, I drink like I, I drink I have like three bottles of water at lunch every day at work. And I've been ordering cases of water for my house. Swish LA, get your fucking shit together. <laughs> yeah, Swish LA, for some reason, for the last three weeks, I haven't been able to log in to my account, and I've had to order through Uber Eats. They need to fix that shit soon. Maybe make a new account. But I have seen points. Okay, well, you'll get more scene points than the new account. <laughs> make a new account. <laughs> no, I want them to have all my order history on the same account. I want them to know how much I love their food. I don't care. Anyways. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. This has been Cast Ranger. Freaking hardcore Cast Ranger fan. What the fuck are they talking about? Swish I like the episode where they talked about Swish LA for a long time. <laughs> oh my god, this reference. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. Primary source for hijinks is castranger.popping.com. From there, you can find all of our shit. I'm tired. Yeah. And, and remember, right. stay, stay, stay simple. Stay sentai. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. Stay sentai. We, you know what we need to do? We what? need to find Mark Okita and pay him. Oh, my God. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Over and out. We need to, like, see if he's on, like, Fiverr or Cameo or something. We need to get. We need the Decca driver to fucking outro our podcast. <laughs> Cast Ranger over and out. Out, yeah, over and out. He's <laughs> so badass. We need to find him. Cast Ranger Rhino, Robo Lane, <laughs> Blue Caster, <laughs> Attack Caster, Godzilla. Oh my god! All right, thank you again, and we'll see you next week. Bye. See you in a month.